Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, how are we doing today? Oh, wow. Um, well, I feel like I could use some drinking today, and I oh. do, and maybe the Bible too, as an added bonus on top Both. of it. <laughs> Fun. Especially okay. for you, Jace. You've been fighting with our, our some technical issues that we've had for a while. I really feel like you could use some drinking and biblical fun today. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm already halfway through my beer that I started with here. Uh, just I've spent literally the last hour and a half having a fight with technical things to make this show happen. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Please let me know if for some reason you can't hear us or something. But I'm pretty sure I've got it all sorted out. Yeah, no, you did a very, very good job. It's beautiful. Well... What are we all drinking today to start off with? Uh, let me let me just continue telling you about my beer. <laughs> oh, uh, so please. This this is a beer called Snail Bones. Mm. Uh, which Snails don't then, have bones. I know, right? So Does I, the I thing on their back have... count as a bone? I guess not. It's just it's a shell. Really so. It's a shell. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, so it's called Snail Bones. I don't know where the name comes from, but I thought it was cute and I decided to try it because it's an IPA that I haven't had before. That's a local uh, local Washington brewery, oh, uh, the Elysian Elysian Brewery, and yeah, it's it's nice. Um, it's honestly a little more, I would say, drinkable than I normally like an IPA to be. I um, <laughs> really wanted to punch you in the face. Exactly. The, yeah, that's pennies. really what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a punch in the face with a fist that's holding a roll of pennies. You know, like there that kind of a yes, that kind of a thing. Um, but no, but it is it is quite nice, and it's made me think of that song. Uh, them bones, them bones, them snail bones, them bones, them bones, them snail bones. That's not how the song goes. Uh, and also, we have not gotten to that part of the Bible yet, but we will eventually. Okay, so the fact that I knew nothing of what you were speaking about, that, no, Emily, that makes sense. That makes I also sense. don't at all know what he's talking about. Oh, You know, you know the song I'm singing, though, right? The, them no, bones, them no. bones, them dry no. bones? No. Oh my gosh. No. Really? I know the character Drybones in um in Mario. But that's it. <laughs> right. Uh yeah, the uh Dembones, Dembones, and Drybones, really? You don't know that? It's like an old what I don't do know speak? if it's a I don't know if it was a spiritual originally or like a I, I assume it was. Anyway, huh. it's about a vision of like the prophet Isaiah or like something. We'll get there later. Okay. I don't anyway. know Isaiah yet. No. But I he's, will he's a ways off still, yeah. All right, fine. In the meantime, I will talk about what I'm drinking because I'm very proud of it. It is uh, a Sun Cafe drink from where I work. It's called a candied ginger, and it's ginger juice, lemon juice, and agave and tequila generally. I have a little candied ginger piece right here. That's cool. Who said Ezekiel? Uh, Ezekiel's the prophet that saw the the dry bones. Oh, not Isaiah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
All them prophets, I get confused. Okay, yes. I'm I'm also now already halfway through uh-huh. a I'm trying Seattle. to like pace myself, but yes. Oh, yes. There's a, a semi-sweet hard cider from Seattle Cider Company. Now, this is not like the 14% or no, not a 14%. That cider actually I drank was like 14%, something ridiculous what? when I was what? in Australia. And no, I got oh, really the one drunk. That you got really drunk. <laughs> a few weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Generally, this they're like seven percent. I know. Max, maybe six. There's an extra yeah. hard one. This one's okay. only six point five. So that makes a lot more sense. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> all righty. Well, after all of that, let's discuss real quick what we talked about last time. We met Beth Sheba. That was like the big takeaway for me because I had heard about her, but and mm-hmm. and I learned that she was the lady bathing on the roof in that one song. In the Jeff Buckley slash, uh, now I've forgotten it. <laughs> it's called did Hallelujah. You call him last time? Jeff Buckley slash, um, I don't know Rufus what I called him. No, he also did a good, cover of it. Oh, did he? Goodness, he did. Yeah, Leonard, no, Cohen. Leonard, Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen. That's the one. You called him I, what? Leonard uh, Bernstein Lenny last time? Or no, something? I said Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, right? Which is just dead wrong. Just completely <laughs> incorrect. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then what are we reading today? Let's like get on this. Get on with yeah, it. Let's let's get on to it. Yeah. All right. Today we are reading Second Samuel twelve and thirteen. Only two chapters today. If wow. you want to read along with us, go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Second Samuel twelve and thirteen. As we get started, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can but please do not do both at the same time. <laughs> and with that, uh, 2 Samuel 12. Uh... <laughs> Yahweh sent Nathan to David. I'm assuming this is Nathan A, not Nathan 1. Uh, which one is which? I, I'm I, assuming I this is Nathan recall. 1, actually. Okay, okay. Pro- I think it's the prophet. The prophet. Okay, Nathan. the prophet is Nathan 1. Nathan A is the son who maybe we never hear from again. But That's this is what prophet I'm Nathan. Toward, yeah. yeah, okay, so Nathan 1. Yeah, he's the most important Nathan. So Yahweh sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said to him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except one little ewe lamb which he had brought and raised. It grew up together with him and with his children. It ate of his own food, drank of his own cup, and lay in his bosom and was like, was to him like a daughter. Wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. A traveler came to the rich man and spared, and he sparred to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the wayfaring man who had come to him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man who had come to him. That was uh, a lot. I don't know quite what happened there. What, but what's I'm your assuming... guess at what happened? Well, do they mean by dressed like he killed it and dressed it? That's awful. He, so, this man yeah. was, this, you was like a daughter to this man. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Mom. He killed it, I know. <laughs> uh, it's awful. 
It's awful. Um, yeah. yeah, so he killed it. Okay, it's awful. And oh, wait, David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, as Yahweh lives, the man who has done this is worthy to die. I mean, I'm well, with David, but that is kind of like so, a big reaction. Yeah. Yes. I think we've actually had a little bit of a misunderstanding of the story here. I just looked this up in the message to try to clarify. And his little parable here goes that the rich man had tons of sheep and tons of cattle, and the poor man had Had this one one little lammy that was like his daughter. And then one day, a traveler dropped in on the rich man, and he was too stingy to take an animal from his own herds or flocks to make a meal for his visitor, so he took the poor man's lamb (gasps) and cooked that up. Okay, that makes a lot more sense because there was a lot of like, and he did this, and he did this, and he also did this. Yeah, I know it's their lack of pronouns that really, or lack of differentiating pronouns. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Okay. No, I mean I, he's clearly there. talking about Bathsheba mm, yeah. because David is a king and has a gajillion wives. Whoever he wants. And Abigail, the most beautiful lady in the world, or one of four most beautiful women in the world by Cosmo <laughs> magazine. Um, and, you know, why in the world is he also going after what's her butt, Beth Sheebs, who yeah. was bathing on the roof? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hence can't, her name. Can't let that go. Yes. Yeah. Well, her name is Bathsheba, and, and she was bathing. I mean, that's the way to remember it. I don't think that's why she was called Bathsheba. But No, I doubt yeah. it, but it's just funny to me. that's what happened okay but anyways um yeah yikes so nathan is probably not happy even though david is the one who's unhappy right now david needs to like see the light and see that that Mm. he's trying to parabolize him right Mm. not not paralyzed but parables yeah talking talking parables (laughs) Uh uh-huh okay so okay as yahweh lives the man who has done this is worthy to die he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he has no pity. I, I don't know. He's going to restore it. He's going to give him four lammies. I think that's the idea. Yeah. But this isn't going to, it's not going to be the daughter lamb. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nathan said to David, you are the man. This is what Yahweh, the God of Israel says. I anointed, I anointed you king over Israel and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your bosom and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that would have been too little, I would have added to you many more such things. Why have you despised the world of Yahweh to do that which is evil in his sight? Mm, you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have struck Uriah the Hittite with the sword and have taken his wife to be your wife and have slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- this is all true. Not yeah. wrong. Yeah. No. Calling it like, like it is. Yeah, Nathan the Nathan knows what's up. Now therefore the sword will never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. The sword will never depart from your house. You're going to be plagued with some troubles, conflict, uh, sword-based conflict. Sword-based conflict among or other metaphorical things. sword-based conflict possibly. People are going to die. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is what Yahweh says, behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor and he will lie with your wives in the sight of the sun. 
Is he saying in like in broad I'm going to do it outside <laughs> in broad daylight? <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna, they're just going to be like packs of men and women just like doing it all over it's, the place. Well, it's got to mean though that they're going to lie with your wives. They're not even going to be ashamed of it. It's not even going to be a secrety mm, affair right. kind of thing. It's just going to be out in the open. Everyone's going to know what a fool you are. Yeah. yeah, he definitely is. Wow. Remember when like David was like just a young harp playing boy? I know he was so innocent, bringing cheeses. Yeah, yeah uh, he loved Jonathan. Yeah, he he seemed a, a good man, and now, yikes! Yeah, okay. So David said to Nathan, "I have sinned against Yahweh." Nathan said to David, "Yahweh has also put away your sin. You will not die." But oh, easy, great. Of this, okay. I'm assuming. Okay. Uh, however, because by this deed you have given great occasion to Yahweh's enemies to blasphemy, the child who is born to you shall surely die. Oh, so this is not Solomon. I guess not. Cause yeah, you're right. We I know think, Solomon grows up. I do think we got those names out of order um, about when different sons were born. I think the names we've heard already haven't been born yet. Kind of like we talked about with Nathan where mm-hmm. we think that Nathan might not have actually been born yet when we were talking about prophet Nathan. So versus yeah. this Nathan, I don't even know who, right. uh, yeah. Like which wife birthed Nathan a doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No okay. Cares. I think that <laughs> no it hasn't cares. happened yet. I think that okay. might be why it's so a little we'll confusing the, the timeline here. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay, Nathan departed to his house. He's like, see ya. Yahweh struck. <laughs> Whoa, Yahweh struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and it was very sick. So that, yeah, the kid that she got pregnant with before he killed her husband. He struck it? Struck Yahweh it. struck it with illness. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for whatever reason, I conflated that with David. That like David, so David just came right, home yeah. and like slandered yeah. the little boy. Like I newborn. don't know. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I know. I was sorry. I was wrong there. Yeah. I was yeah. wrong. Okay, it was Yahweh. It was Yahweh's fault. Okay. So the kid was sick. David therefore begged God for the child, and David fasted and and went in and lay all night on the earth. The elders of his house arose and stood beside him to raise him up from the earth, but he would not. Neither did he eat bread with them. It happened on the seventh day that the child died. The Mm. servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him, and he didn't listen to our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell him that the child is dead? It's Uh, interesting that David's just off you know, sleeping in the temple or whatever, praying and not actually like there to see what happens to the child. Isn't that a little weird? I mean, I assume his interpretation is that the the greatest show of dedication he could give is to just be in the temple 24 right. seven. Well, and I guess praying. he got this insider information that Yahweh is the one who's doing this to punish yeah, him. So yeah. he's hoping yeah. he can make up for it. Okay. All right. But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David perceived that the child was dead. And David said to his servants, is the child dead? They said, he is dead. Jeez. 
Uh, very sad. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothing. And he came into the house of Yahweh and worshiped. Then he came into his own house. And when he required, they set set bread before him and he ate. He was like, okay. well, that's done. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Then said his servants to him, what thing is this that you have done? You did fast and weep for the child while it was alive. But when the child is dead, you did rise and eat bread. Yes. <laughs> Good point. Exactly. Like, well, this also, is weird. I gotta say, some ballsy servants to be pointing this out to David. I know. That's well, true, they're yeah. over it. They're over it at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the message, the translation is the servants asked him, What's going on with you? What's wrong with you? Are you weird? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He said, while the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who knows whether Yahweh will be gracious to me? will not be gracious to me that the child may live. But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? <laughs> I mean, nah. he's also not wrong. I mean, I know, but geez. <laughs> yeah. I, shall, uh, I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. David comforted Bathsheba, his wife, and went into her and lay with her, and she born a son, I, and he called good. his name Solomon. Okay. There it is. There's <laughs> Solomon. There he, is. he was the second one. Just, that escalated quickly. Gosh. I hope wow. there was some time there between the I'm child assuming, dying. Yeah, nine months passed. <laughs> no, it makes it sound like it was like bada bing, bada boom. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. I know it'll make you feel better. Gosh. <laughs> Doing me. And Doing another me. kid. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, wow. ugh is right. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, lot. Yahweh loved him, and he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he named him Jedi Jedidah for <laughs> Yahweh's sake. <laughs> is that what that says? Isn't it Jedidiah? It's Jedidiah. That's the one Jedidiah. <laughs> Jedidiah. Doesn't that show up in like Guys and Dolls or something or Bye Bye Birdie or something? They make yeah. fun of him for being named Jedidiah. Oh, I definitely yeah. haven't. I've, I've been in Guys and Dolls, but not in in Bye Bye Birdie. So <laughs> like <yeah>. Jedidiah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like um, it means beloved of the Lord. Oh, my God. OK, wait a minute. So Solomon is also named Jedidiah? You know, that classic, yeah, Solomon. Yeah, it's that classic two name thing they like to do. It's like, where it's like, you know, my name's Ruth, but it's also everything's shitty. Or like, you know, (laughs) oh, you know, my name is this guy, but it's also stupid jerk face or or whatever. You (laughs) know, it's also this year sucks. Right. That was one of the we learned. (laughs) Hashtag 2020 blows. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hi, I'm Jace, also known as 2020 sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um so apparently all everything's cool. Solomon Jedediah is, you know, he's good. He's good. So Yahweh loved him. He named him Jedediah for Yahweh's sake. Now Joab fought against Rabbah of the children of Ammon and took the royal city. We're just going to do a 180 here. Just going <laughs> to yeah. go onto a different it, like a 360 no, not a 360. We're just going to go away from this story. Do something right, like else. We kind of like we would have sort of a fade out there, and now we're fading up on like meanwhile on the battlefields. You know, I would appreciate a meanwhile. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's like whiplash here. We're just going to the next thing all of a sudden. Okay, so yeah, okay. He took now Joab fought against Rabbah of the children of Ammon and took the royal city. 
Joab sent messengers to David. They said, er, and said, I have fought against Rabbah, yes. I have taken the city of waters. Ooh. Like write that world? down. Yeah, d- write that down, Dedeker. Why is it called the City of Waters? Uh, so I actually, I, I checked here in the message, and he says, I've just captured the city's water supply. Oh, well, Which, that's very that's different. That's entirely <laughs> different. <laughs> and, but maybe, okay, but maybe by water supply, he means I have captured their super cool water park called Water, <laughs> water World. Water World. Wait, what, world, City of Water or whatever. Kevin Costner is in this, like, not uh-huh. good movie. Is it Slaughter Park? Slaughter Park, the water uh, park. So I feel like they're competing <laughs> parks. <laughs> See, there's, okay. There's, water, there's City of Water, and it's like competing park is Slaughter Park. <laughs> I've never seen Waterworld, but I just remember, like, because what? I was too young to see it when it came out. And I remember my mom saw it, and she was like, it was horrible. And so I never saw it. <laughs> yeah, I think but I've I, seen the Waterworld stunt show more times than I've seen Waterworld, the film. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, yeah, the stunt show is great. It is great. Okay. Yeah. yeah, We saw it in Japan, also, the Japanese version. Didn't oh, we learn wow. that, that the Waterworld stunt show is like the longest running stunt show in the world or something, something like, like that? that? Yeah. yeah, it's For like some as old reason. as we are. It's been this weirdly popular <laughs> stunt show based on a moderately popular movie from the mm-hmm. 90s mm-hmm. i enjoyed Waterworld though it was a fun movie all right well i also I'll, haven't I'll watched it, it since i was a teenager so maybe yeah, my tastes have changed exactly i'm probably never gonna see it but here we are kevin cosner not a great actor just saying okay um let's see now therefore Gather the rest of the people together and encamp against the city and take it lest i take the city and it be called after my name uh Uh, wouldn't he want that i don't know maybe he doesn't no so this is joab saying this to david oh see now i can read the message because i'm standing next to you oh well good i'm the message the 411 please tell (laughs) me what is happening yeah it's joab being sassy with his old time buddy david being like get on down here i'm gonna name this city joabton and then david's like no no it's gonna be david sure (laughs) the david shire okay yeah i'm in a super good mood because i just got a replacement son yeah exactly Mm, and god loves him so yay (laughs) even gave him a second name yeah david gathered all the people together and went to rabba and found fought against it and took it he took the crown off uh, of the king from off his head (laughs) and the weight of it was uh, whoa okay what is this and the weight of it was a talent of gold a talent yeah, a, of a gold talent is, a, is a measure of weight. Yeah, is it's that, a biblical I'll term. I, I was familiar with it because of the Bible. It. I'm yeah. assuming you heard I only it before. Know it because of the Bible, yeah, yeah, talents. Well, I have never heard that. Okay, a talent of gold. We can look up what a talent is. Ha- yeah, how much talent does a person have to have to be talented? Mm. Like a half a talent, mm. a full talent, an okay. eighth of a talent. <laughs> okay, exactly. But I think I think we're supposed to understand that it's heavy. Okay. All right, it's a it's right. a heavy. People are saying in chat that it's like seventy pounds or thirty. That's kilograms. amazing. Hold on, seventy pounds on your head? I think no, that's the point. That it's please this don't put that ridiculously on my head. No, thing. no, please no. don't put that on my head. There's no unless way. I'm lying down. We're okay. gonna look it up. We're gonna we're gonna get <laughs> okay. skinny. We'll look into this crown. Tedeker calls BS. She doesn't believe you. Okay. I just like seventy pounds. Like, I know your neck bones would crush. Yes, maybe okay. Would. Maybe it's like attached to his throne, and he likes just sits underneath it. 
He's like, and kind of plugs in like a little socket. Sits up into it. Cool. (laughs) Here I am. So it's really funny. This idea in my head, it was like David just kind of plucks this with his thumb and forefinger off the head of this king. And now he's like, it's actually like, (gasps) yeah. No, he got multiple men. I I can't like hold 70 pounds up like this. There's no freaking way. So he definitely like grab. No. No, I can't. No. There's no way. 70 pounds like this? No, Jace. Just like that? Hold it a little closer to your body. I bet you could do it. You could totally do it. We'll, we'll have to, like, Mythbusters this yeah. for the bonus okay. episode. I'd like we'll, to see you do we'll it. I'd like to see to you do it. Yeah, I, I, I can do that. I know for sure, 100% that I could do that, and I think both of you could, too. <sighs> okay. Not right. Did you easy, but this? I think you could do it. A 100%. I know that I could do that. <laughs> okay, homework between now and then. We have to find some kind of 70-pound object <laughs> that's maybe vaguely crownish in size, yeah, we'll maybe not around. necessarily in shape, for us to test of, like, if you just approach it and you don't know how heavy it is yet and you just can you bink like right off of the surface. And then the All next I'm step saying, is like, can you balance it on your head? Exactly. And then can All you do I'm both saying, at once? Like, <laughs> putting your arms out like this, like this is not a lot no, of no, leverage. You're not going to hold it at arms straight out. Come on but now. Even like here, even maybe here, like, yes, the closer that you get, I want like, like down here to be able to, then I could hold 70 pounds, but not like that. Okay. <laughs> We're done here. Okay, okay. I'm going to continue. All right. So he took it. He put it. Yeah, it was a talent of gold. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, yeah, uh, he took the crown of their king from off his head, and the weight of it was a talent of gold, and it in, in it were precious stones, and it was set on David's head. David's like, oh, guys, you got to hold this up with me. You got to hold this up with me. My neck cannot deal with this. Okay. Yeah. If it was a talent of gold and then also there were precious stones in it, it would probably be like a hundred pounds or something. It would be ridiculous. Wow. Um, He brought forth the spoil of the city exceeding much. He brought forth the people who were in who were therein and put them under saws and under harrows of iron and under axes of iron and made them pass through the brick kiln. And thus did he to all the cities of the children of Ammon, David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. (sighs) All right. Okay. Uh, Questions. Okay. Because there's a discrepancy between the image that that provided for me listening to what Emily was saying and what I'm seeing in the, in the message. And also the NIV. Oh, really? Even in the NIV? Yeah. The NIV is more similar to the, the message interpretation. Yes. Because what you read, Emily makes it sound like he sawed him in half and hacked him with axes and kicked them into the brick making kiln and just did all terrible things to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That's what Uh, it sounded like to me. I thought I was like, Oh, so he sawed like the whole town in half. (laughs) Right. So, okay, here's what I'm finding. So the King James version basically comes out pretty much the same as what you read. Where it okay. definitely sounds like he's using these things to kill all of them. But then the message, the NIV, and the complete Jewish Bible, which are the other ones I have up right now, are all saying that he made them work at those various things. Like he made them labor using saws, picks, and axes and making bricks, not being burned in brick kilns so themselves. Enslaved or them, saw. Yeah, he which made is slaves. more in line with what we've heard before. Though, That's you know, very different. 
Though, you know, the whole, like, measuring people off with cords and killing every two-thirds of them is a pretty torturous thing, so I wouldn't put this too far past that, yeah. to be honest. But yes, it seems like most translators agree he just enslaved them and made them do these jobs. Oh, great. Cool. So, That's yeah, better. So much better. Yeah. That was the end of that chapter, that lovely wow. random wow. chapter. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, we should talk about our Patreon. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we've only got one other chapter today. Uh Well, let's take a break to talk about how you can support this show and help keep this going. Yeah, on that note, I need to issue a content warning for this next chapter. Uh, So content warning for sexual violence. I'm sorry. It is the Bible after all. I know. I'm amazed at how often this happens in the Bible. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't be amazed, but, you know, like, kids are supposed to read parts of this right i mean supposed to okay there's a lot to unpack with that statement you just made emily (laughs) so Uh... if kids kids are supposed to read some of it yes this would not be a section that generally kids are assigned to read uh i can attest to that this is not a story that i remember okay um but i do feel like a lot of parents a lot of Christian parents I know wouldn't object to their kid reading the Bible on their own. I mean, I got the whole story of like David and Bathsheba, which has some awful stuff in it, just straight up. True, too. Yeah. And that's you know? our, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. So, yeah, someone in the chat is pointing out that maybe they didn't write this with kids in mind necessarily. I don't think any of this was written with kids in mind. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's be clear. That's let's a good be point. clear on something that we've learned here is that the Bible is not a book for kids. Despite what anyone says about it being wholesome, (laughs) it is not. It's not wholesome at all. This is not a book for kids. So, kids, Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this show, uh, you know, turn your ears off for this this one. We're done with this one. Yeah, (laughs) go get a parent and talk to them about consent or something like that. Yeah, um, instead of instead of what we're about to do here. Great idea. Okay. Okay. All right. Chapter 13. So Jason and I are sharing this one. That's why it's appropriate we're standing next to each huh. other for the chapter that we're sharing. So like every other word, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how we'll do it. Please so don't horrible. do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It happened after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a beautiful sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Um, uh, uh, excuse me? So like... So like, I guess. Uh, no, that's not what I think. You think full sibling? The fact that it said, even if it's not full sibling, okay, like, (laughs) yikes. That's true. Yeah, half. Yeah, probably half sibling. I'm pretty sure because the way it's worded like this, that it's like this this son of David had a sister, and then separately this other son of David loved that sister. Like, I see. So it was like, uh, okay, I get it. Like one of his wives. David is the the part that makes them all siblings. Right, and multiple of his wives. Yeah, Amnon is probably from one and Absalom was from the other. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick because of his sister Tamar. For she was a virgin and it seemed hard to Amnon to do anything to her. What is all that about? What is going on there? I know. That was a lot in that one statement. I okay. He's like lovesick with her, and he's like frustrated because it's like she's a virgin, so I can't mess around with her. But like, what does that mean? If she wasn't a virgin, what would you do with her? Right, she's still your half sister. 
<laughs> Freaking weirdo. Yeah. Okay. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son like of a small Shimi- jo- a small dab, a Jonadab. 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 Yeah. yeah. The son of Shimia, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. Okay, this is a lot of like family members getting involved <laughs> slash. Well, so yeah. this one's a cousin then. Yeah, it's his cousin. Yeah. It's okay, because it's David's brother. Yeah. David's brother's son. So nephew of David, cousin of, of Amnon, Amnon and all these people. Yeah. Okay. okay. He said to him, Why, why, son of the king, are you thus lean from day to day? Won't you tell me? Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said to him, you better go see a therapist about that. Right. And that was the end of the chapter. <laughs> no, no, that's no. not what happened. Just wishful thinking. Jonadab sent, said to him, lay you down on your bed and feign yourself sick. And when your father comes to see you, tell him, please let my sister Tamar come and give me bread to eat and dress the food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. Ugh. Yeah, that's also weird. Also a weird request. Okay. So but I guess you're a cousin, so you're like primarying material. So maybe that's like... Ew. Tell no, you. but this is Jonadab's idea that he's giving to Amnon to do this plan to pretend that he's sick. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's super weird. He's yes. asking, tell my... Yeah, tell your dad to have... Your sister come your and sister. nurse you. Done. Tell Wait, no. and nurse you? Oh, oh, not not that kind of nurse. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Emily. I'm uh, sorry. Okay. This is the Bible. <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna possible, I'm just gonna true. keep going. Okay. Yeah. So okay, Amnon please. lay down and feigned himself sick. And when the king was come to see him, Amnon said to the king, Please let her sister Tamar come. I don't think that was a correct translation. Yeah. Um, please let her sister Tamar come. <laughs> and what? make me and make me a couple of cakes in my sight that I may eat from her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar saying, go now to your brother Amnon's house and dress him food. So what? Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house and he was laid down. She took dough and kneaded it and made cakes in his sight and did bake the cakes. She took the pan and poured them out before him, but he refused to eat. Amnon said, have out all men from me. They went out, every man from him. Like, get all he had a bunch other of servants around. men yeah. around here, get him out. Yeah, I right. think he's just setting the scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, Amnon said to Tamar, bring the food into the chamber that I may eat from your hand. Tamar took the cakes which she had made and brought them into the chamber to Amnon, her brother. When she had brought them near to him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, come lie with me, my sister. She she's answered like, him, hell no. Yeah, she answered him, no, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Or ever, yeah. anywhere. Or, or anywhere. A- anywhere, really. Let's just be clear. Don't you do this folly. I, where shall I carry my shame? And as for you, you will be as one of the fools in Israel. Now, therefore, please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. That part I'm, not con- I'm a little confused about. Yeah, do we want to look at... Yeah, what's the, the message saying? He will not withhold me from you. Uh-huh. Uh, verse 13 here. <laughs> yeah. What about me? Where could I get rid of my disgrace? And what about you? You'd be like one of the wicked fools in Israel. Please speak to the king. He will not keep me from being married to you. I see. So she's trying to make the argument of like, if you really want to have sex with me, go ask the king so that at least you could marry me 
even though that would probably be weird. Ew. But then at least I don't have the stigma of yeah not could, being a virgin anymore and being unmarried. Could they be married? I don't, I don't know. think that they could. Maybe this was. But if they're half siblings, maybe was that's that enough. Of a, maybe that's enough of a degree of separation. No, remember we got all these rules about like who specifically you <laughs> could or couldn't have sex with, and now I don't you remember. Can't if with this the was dad, or I think can you? I, no, I think your sister counts. Your half sister counts. I think we determined that that your sister the, might the children be. of your it's dad. What do you mean by count? Okay. Oh, somebody said Abraham married his half sister. Gosh darn it! Oh, right. He did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's been a I long time. I don't remember, time. but okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you're going to keep drinking and keep reading. Yeah. Okay. You need a moment to have some more drink. Okay. Um, okay. However, he would not listen to her voice, but being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. Then, Amnon hated her with exceeding great hatred, for the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love with which he had loved her. Gosh, jeez. <laughs> I. <sighs> this is a cautionary is very, tale right here. I'm sorry. It's very Shakespearean with yeah. the whole like love and hatred being so closely intertwined with each other. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Amnon said to her, "Arise, be gone." She said to him, "Not so, because this great wrong in putting me forth is worse than the other that you did to me." But he would not listen to her. Then he called his servant who ministered to him and said, put now this woman out for me and bolt the door after her. She had a garment of various colors on her, for with such robes were the king's daughters who were virgins dressed. Then his servant brought her out and bolted the door after her. All right, Tamar put ashes on her head and tore her garment of various colors that was on her, and she laid her hand on her head and went away, crying aloud as she went. I'm going to hand it over to you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Absalom. Her brother said to her, Has Amnon your brother been with you? But now hold your peace, my sister. He is your brother. Don't take this thing to heart. What? Okay. Don't, don't take it to heart. I'm sorry, that's impossible. Don't take it to heart. Like, what can you take to heart if you can't take this to heart? It's great. What? It's a yeah, great point. It, I guess if so, your like, son dies, then you can take that to heart. But I, if your yes. brother decides to have sex with you, don't take it to heart. <sighs> Don't don't take worry. This thing to heart. I just want to see other translations of that. Um, yeah, he said, "Let's keep it quiet." Is kind I of, see. And that's what the message says. Um, yeah, don't take this thing to heart. Is what other ones say. Gosh, okay, I'm gonna keep going though because I I know I know some spoilers about what happens here. Uh, oh. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. But when King David heard of all these things, he was very angry. As he should be. As he should be. Finally, finally, someone who's reacting appropriately. Absalom spoke... Absalom (laughs) spoke to Amnon neither good nor bad, for Absalom hated Amnon because he had forced his sister to mar. I thought, was he not in on the thing? No. no, that was the cousin. That was the cousin. Oh, okay, the cousin. John, John Adab. John Adab, yeah. That asshole. It yeah. happened after full two years that Absalom had sheep shearers in Baal Hazor, which is beside Ephraim, and Absalom invited all the king's sons. Absalom okay. 
came to the king and said, See now, your servant has sheep shearers. Let the king, I pray you, and let his servants go with your servant. The king said to Absalom, No, my son, let us not all go, lest we be burdensome to you. He pressed him. However, he would not go, but blessed him. Then said Absalom, If not, please let my brother Amnon go with us. The king said to him, Why should he go with you? But Absalom pressed him, and he let Amnon and all the king's sons go with him. I feel like there's going to be some revenge coming up. Maybe. here. Absalom commanded his servants, saying, Mark you now, when Amnon's heart is merry with wine, and when I tell you, smite Amnon, Mm. then kill him. Guess smiting is a separate step. Wait, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. What do they mean by smite? Like, what is, like, F you, Amnon, (laughs) die. Like, what is it? So, I actually, you know, I actually came across this in my research for the bonus episode that we did last, um, Ah. which was that smiting has sort of a broader definition that it's also a term that's used in the Bible to describe, like, Injuring soldiers badly enough that they don't get back up. Okay, but so like they're not necessarily out. dead. Like, so it's helpful. like a grievous wound. So you'll grievously wound him, <laughs> then kill him. Don't be afraid. Haven't I commanded you? Be courageous and be valiant. It took him two years to hatch this plan. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Poor girl. And <laughs> from here until now. Yeah. The servants of Absalom did to Amnon as Absalom had commanded. Good. Then all the king's sons arose, and every man got him up on his mule and fled. <laughs> Interesting that they all just ride mules. I guess yeah. I would have thought these like princes would have had cool, Some, like Clydesdales majestic or white stallions. Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah. I I would ask my mom because she knows a lot about horses. Like, would horses would mules be more of a thing back then? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Like mules Maybe. kingly. Yeah, yeah. they would have ridden, ridden on Arabians. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. So it happened while they were in the way that the news came to David saying, Absalom has slain all the king's sons and what? there's not one of them left. That sounds that's, like some fake news to me. That's news, yeah. not what happened at all. Then the king arose and tore his garments and lay on the earth and all his servants stood by with their clothes torn. They're like, oh, we gotta do it too! Yikes. Yeah. Jonadab. Oh, this dingus is back in the bastard, picture. Yeah, yes, Jonadab, he is. the son of Shemiah, David's brother, right, answered, Don't let my lord suppose that they have killed all the young men, the king's sons, for Amnon only is dead. For by the appointment of Absalom, this has been determined from the day that he forced his sister to mar. Uh, so bro, he's like, like okay. you were involved in this. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> but I guess he's the one telling David, like, I've known that he's had it in for him, so I bet I it's only him. He's not long for this world. Yeah. Now, therefore, don't let my lord the king take the thing to his heart. <laughs> oh, comes this, back around yeah. to David. Don't take it to your heart. Yeah. Don't take it to heart. To think that all the king's sons are dead, for Amnon only is dead. <laughs> Just one of your sons. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. It's all good. But Absalom fled. The young man who kept the watch lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, 
There came much people, by the way, of the hillside oh. behind him. Much. Right. Jonadab said to the king, Behold, the king's sons are come, as your servant said, so it is. In other words, so told you so. You all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happened, as soon as he had made an end of speaking, that behold, the king's sons came and lifted up their voice and wept. And the king also and all his servants wept very sore. But Absalom fled and went to Talmai, the son of Amihur, king of Geshur. David mourned for his son every day. So Absalom fled and went to Geshur and was there three years. Why did they have to say that twice? <laughs> yeah, three years. That's good, though. I think that'll come back probably. Okay. The soul of King David longed to go forth to Absalom, for he was comforted concerning Abnon, seeing he was dead. <laughs> the end. So, so he was happy that this happened? What? Well, I, it's, it's like now that I know he's dead. It's like with the other kid. It's like now that I know he's dead. Like, I, I'm, good, that, I'm good. Now I can eat. Now I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Just when yeah. I'm worrying if he's going to die, that's when I suffer. <laughs> But that's okay, weird. but that says to me that says to me that David knew what happened, what went down. Yeah, like, it was, that's a really good point. No, that was Jeez. covered. What John, was... Johnny Dab told him? Who no, told David? He just found out about it. Oh. Uh so after yeah, where was it? After it happened. Oh, King David heard all these things and was very angry. Yeah, yeah but he was very but angry but didn't do anything didn't about do anything. it. Yeah. Like he he was just like, well, that sucks. Yeah, my mom just yeah. said, but not another word about what happened to Tamara. <laughs> or yeah. Tamar. Tamar, it's yeah. Tamar. <laughs> Tamar, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nothing about her. Didn't do anything. And it was also his daughter as well who was subjected yeah. to this. But, yeah. it, you I know, guess, it's a lady. Who cares? But I suppose for David, all things considered, it's still less of a political blow to him to not kill his own son to deal with this and rather let mm. one of his other sons kill his own son. And then he's okay. Oh, David, man. I do I think know. this is particularly disappointing for David, who so far has like anytime someone does some slight, even if they think they're doing the right thing, David kills them. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. Like the people who killed Ishbosheth. Yeah, he doesn't him. hesitate really. Right. No. And yet here he's a total schmuck. So that sucks. I, so, Okay. If if you weren't convinced before, I think these last two chapters have really solidified. Why do we talk about Saul like he's bad and David like he's good? I agree. I, think this is I completely super agree. Clear. It seems comparatively they're about equally as bad. I almost yeah. think David's worse, to yeah. be totally honest with you. Because, hmm. like, Saul... Okay, Saul is, I mean, like, maybe, a conflicted, like, anti-hero yeah. type, but, yeah... But, like, most of the bad things that Saul did was just against David. That's Whereas true. David does bad shit against all sorts of people. That's, That's true. That's true. Saul was just throwing spears around and had right. evil spirits. Right. Yeah. Seems downright innocent by comparison. I'm starting yeah. to come around to uh, Samuel here being like, kings are bad news. We don't want them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those good exactly. old days of Samuel. Wow. Yeah. Well, Emily, what do you think is going to happen next time? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll get to talk more about Solomon, who we only had like a brief encounter with this time around. Well, I guess God loves just straight out of the womb for some reason. Yeah, just like yeah. obsessed with Solomon. I know. Yeah, I want to yeah. know why 
why is Solomon going to like change this precedent set set by the two previous kings, or is he also going to be a big pain in the ass? Well, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers. It's okay. Well, you kind of said it (laughs) with what you just didn't say. No, it's kind of a both and. It's a both and. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like yeah. That's the thing. Is like in my memory. Like King Solomon is talked about as being very wise and great, but so was David. So now I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know what to, I don't know what to remember anymore. I want to point out Brady in the chat just pointed out the fact that the name Tamar has shown up before. If y'all remember the story of when Tamar like pretended to be a prostitute so that she could sleep with her father-in-law so that she could get pregnant. Was this a different Tamar? Yeah, it was a different Tamar. Tamar. So this is Tamar one. But we're on Tamar A now. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> this is probably like Tamar F. We're, yeah, we're like several many, many generations okay. later. Okay. Because that okay. was like... That was back the- with Jacob. Okay. <laughs> Jacob! Yeah, there you go. Those days. The Jacob days. The Jacob the solid days. days. Yeah. Those Canaan days. Yeah. We Those were... Know. Where has <laughs> they gone? Where did <laughs> they go? You remember that one? Sing from- it. Oh Joseph. yeah, from from Joseph. Yeah, yeah. that weird Boy. French song. You remember back when there was a fun movie to watch? Oh like yeah, all this stuff? I remember. Now we're well, just in we all had, these like heavy movies. I'm, yeah, but we had you know Richard Gere dancing about. Oh, we're gonna watch some more Richard Gere actually for our bonus okay. episode. Yeah, I, I do kind of want it. I would. Do, it would be fun to do a, a watch party of that movie, the King David movie. Of oh, the King David movie. Yeah. 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 Well, All right. If if that happens, we'll talk about it in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship group. Um, uh, if y'all who are listening want to join us for our live shows, show up in the chat, say silly things, throw us off our rhythm, watch yeah. us struggle with technical difficulties, yeah, it's a blast. laugh and poke at us and drink along with us, then go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live to get more information about how to join our live shows and when the next one is going to be. Thank you for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it and spread the word about the live shows. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Emily Matlack, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study.